What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Multiverse Monologues. I am your co-host, Ben Rayside, and today we are taking a trip through the multiverse to discuss the movies and television shows that we love once again for the second and, well, no, I guess it's not the final time that we're going to visit a Fantastic Four universe, but the second time we're entering into a Fox Fantastic Four universe. This is Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. We're going to be talking in-depth spoilers about this movie that came out in 2007 that nobody really remembers about a guy on a surfboard who tells stories with his abs. But I'm not the only one who's going to be talking about this movie. Today we also have with us, as always, Mr. Ethan Wetzlaff. Ethan, how are you doing? I'm doing great and it's clobbering time, so let's tackle this movie. Let's tackle this movie like Ben Grimm, man. Micah Head is also here with us today. Micah, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well, uh, but I think the real question of the day is, are you going to take the red pill or the blue pill <laughs> to see Silver Surfer, the best Fantastic Four movie? We'll see. We'll see. We're going to talk about that, but before we do, guys, give us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and go subscribe to our YouTube channel. But let's open our sling rings, gentlemen, and get into it, because we're heading over to Fox's Fantastic Four universe. As you may know, there have been unusual occurrences all over the world. These were taken by one of our spy satellites three days ago. We need a way to locate and intercept that object. What is it? We were hoping you could tell us. Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Do you guys remember that movie? Like, have you... First of all, Mike, is this your first time seeing this movie? Yeah, I've... I've, I've seen, all right, so I remember distinctly, we went to this dentist office for whatever reason. I don't know why. Uh, we had foster kids at the time, so we had to go to their dentist, and it was all the way out in wherever, Canada land. I don't even know. It wasn't Canada. <laughs> Someplace out in the country, and um, they had Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer playing on the TV, and while I was waiting for the appointment... Uh, I also got to see like Power Rangers and TMNT, all these different movies from back then. So Rise of the Silver Surfer was one of them. So this is the reason people hate dentists. Yeah, because back because in the day, Rise of the Silver <laughs> they Surfer. were playing Rise of the Silver <laughs> Surfer at the dentist office. Ouch. <laughs> Ethan, is this your first time watching it? Yeah, I uh, I've never seen this movie before. I definitely I think I would remember this because it. I was watching it and a lot of scenes popped out to me as being, wow. I think I would have loved this if I was a kid mm. because it, it it would it it's got fun scenes it's got fun scenes for sure mm -hmm. but yeah this is my first time seeing it I watched this movie as a kid I remember loving it with more mature eyes I have a different approach but for those of you who have seen this and forgot about it or haven't seen it Mr. Wenslove has typed us up a summary and for me, because I kind of forgot what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Michael was at all the... Yeah, I was getting my blood drawn at the time, so I was kind of, whoa. Oh, man. <laughs> Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, directed by the man who directed the first one, Tim Story, and written by Don Payne. And this, uh, this movie stars Johan Griffith as Reed Richards, Jessica Alba as Susan Storm, Chris Evans the man himself, who we will see again soon in this watch-through as Johnny Storm, Michael Chiklis as Ben Grimm, Julianne McMahon as Victor Von Doom, and Doug Jones slash Lawrence Fishburne as Silver Surfer, which is why Micah opened with his Matrix opening with uh, the red pill and the blue pill. In this movie, everything seems to be going great for the Fantastic Four. Reed and Sue are finally getting married, and things couldn't be better. However, when the mysterious Silver Surfer crashes things, they learn that they will have to deal with an old foe, Doctor Doom, and the powerful planet-eating Galactus. So, we'll see how things ensue, but this movie contains our seventh Stan Lee cameo in this watch-through. Our first Stan Lee cameo as Stan Lee also. Uh, invitation, sir. Um, I should be on that list. Name? Stanley. Yeah, uh, nice try, buddy. No, nice no, try. really, nice I'm Stanley. Yeah. You gotta let me in here. I'm Stanley. <laughs> he said, I'm Stanley. I think that's the first time I've heard him say, I'm Stanley in a movie like that. We were wondering what connects 
all multiverse universes from all the past movies, it's Stan Lee. Mm -hmm. He's Stan Lee in every one of them. I think he's the only guy who plays himself in every multiverse. Mm -hmm. You know, there's different actors and, you know, Spider-Man, you know, but Stan Lee, it's always Stan Lee. He's the constant. You need him in every universe to make things stable. And that is why in our current day and age, the multiverse is collapsing. Because there's no Stanley right. to hold it together. Do you remember the day that he passed away? I, I vividly remember that moment. Because a girl rushed. i serious. A girl who doesn't care about Marvel, weirdly enough, rushed into our study hall and said, Stan Lee died. And I was like, what? I looked online and it was all over. And this was like 2018, I think. Avengers Infinity War had come out. I think an endgame was, if what I recall, it was like fall or late, like fall. 2018. Was Black Panther the first one that came out uh, after his death? You know, it was Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. So it would have been after all the films of 2018, and Uh Captain Marvel was the first one without Stan Lee. That's right. And then it was like, oh, because he was still had two cameos in Captain Marvel. Because Endgame, I remember that was his last cameo. And which people cheered for that. Which is fitting. Almost. That is very fitting. I mean, it's not fitting. It's, it's never, unfortunate. I mean, it, it, right. it's fitting. Yeah. It is fitting to end game with Stan Lee as the last cameo. Yeah. Driving off really, in the sunset. But isn't it true blowing. that he filmed stuff that just hasn't been put in use because they haven't had the rights yet? I think, yeah, did I hear that right? Stuff, just like um, outtakes and things. I've heard that. I don't know if they'll be able to use that footage for anything. Um but they could go the route of with, um, oh, what's his name? Darth Vader, dude. James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Yeah. And AI him into movies. And they I do a Rogue One dude, type thing. Did you notice that that was an AI voice in Kenobi? That was a really good AI voice. That James Earl Jones was AI? The whole thing, dude. Whoa. The whole thing was AI. I didn't even know that. Well, because think about think back to Rogue One. He doesn't sound like that in Rogue One. He kind you can tell he's, he's aged. It's an older James Earl Jones yeah. for sure. But this one, like you were warned, what defeat would bring? Like that was like mm. from the chest, man. I guess from the robot. You know what but. else is from the chest? <laughs> what? Lawrence Fishburne's performance <laughs> in this movie. Could you tell it was Lawrence Fishburne? Because I couldn't. I, like, I I heard one line. One of his lines sounded like Lawrence Fishburne. You know, he's got that voice. One of them sounded like Lawrence Fishburne. The other ones did not. <laughs> I can tell. Like, I just know Lawrence Fishburne's voice. It doesn't look like him. It's Silver Well, Silver. no, because <laughs> it's, not, it's not him who plays the body double, I'm Different pretty actor. sure. Yep. Different actor. Yeah, it'd I think be it's really Doug interesting Jones. if Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> played <laughs> the body double. Facing through the surfboard <laughs> and upside down. And... Very Matrix-esque, that whole, the special effects for that. Yeah. But, dude, yes, as getting back to Fantastic Four... Um, <laughs> The surfer is in my well. You know what? Hold on, we can't talk about characters yet. I gotta know what you guys thought about the movie. Oh yeah, what? <laughs> Michael, what did you think of the movie while you were uh, given blood? I thought that you know it, it's another cash grab sequel. I think it's a cash grab sequel. They got all the actors back. They got the band back together, and they just threw together a story. And the story really doesn't do anything until the last ten minutes. I think that. So I was watching this movie while I was getting my blood donated, and I'm watching this, and I'm almost done with my blood donation, and I realize nothing has happened. I donate plasma. I don't know, platelets. Platelets takes two hours almost. It's like an hour and a half. Nothing happened in that hour and 20 minutes before my donation ended, and then the last 10 minutes, we have that fight scene, and everything happens, and that's it. Like, that's the end of the movie. Yeah. So I I think that's paced very poorly. Not that it felt slow, but that they didn't fill the runtime with enough plot elements. Like there was a lot of stuff in the movie, just nothing important to the plot. Mm. So it wasn't the greatest. Ethan, what did you think of Silver Surfer? Yeah, so when I sat down to watch this movie and I was looking at all the characters and the scenarios and I just thought about it, I, I do not remember the first one. I remember nothing from the first one at all. So I think... That should, when we're done with this whole marathon, we should really sit down and go, oh, yeah, what actually stuck in our brains? But with this one, I, I thought it was okay. I thought it was fine. There was a lot of stuff that I didn't really catch in the first one 
that I really don't like in this one. Jessica Alba as Sue Storm, I really hate in this movie. And I I don't know, the whole team dynamic didn't work for me as well in this movie. They, they function as a family, but it's just hard to get on board with that. And a lot of this is, it's just so weird. Galactus' his name. He's a big bad of this movie. Yeah, they name drop him. We don't even see him. We see he, like a cloud. His name is dropped with 28 minutes left in the film. You don't introduce Galactus with 28 minutes left in a film. Mm. not And then kill him? Oh, man. that I can't... The handling of that is not good. But Silver Surfer. I'd say Silver Surfer is a cool, cool character. Norrin Rad is... He's so interesting and what they do with him and how accurate it is to the source material, I really like. But other than that, other than Silver Surfer, there's not a lot I really enjoy in this movie. Have you read any Fantastic Four comics? Uh, I am not a big Fantastic Four reader. I'd love to read more, but I know their stories in the Secret War story and in the Infinity War storyline. So okay. I'm familiar with them from there, but I can't say I'm a big individual Fantastic Four reader. Now listen, were you not a fan of this movie because Jessica Alba had a zit on her face? She has a z- Oh, yeah. Remember? Remember the... <laughs> oh, in the... I've got a zit. I just focus on my <laughs> zit. And then she goes, I've just got to focus on that for the next eight hours. And I was like, she definitely took her focus off of that yeah. at least once. At least once she was stopping that helicopter on the top of that building. 100% had to have been, That's right? why she wasn't able to hold up the Ferris wheel the whole time was because <gasps> she was focusing on that zit. <laughs> It's because she was. Oh my gosh. No, she's bad. She is bad in this movie, and so is Dr. Doom, man. Mm -hmm. They bring him out. They don't need to. What? Think about this. From what you guys can remember, what does he. What does he do? Does he have. Does he have any at all influence on this movie other than being there as like a. Hey, I was in the first one. He kills Captain Holt. Who uh, is Who? the sa- Captain Holt? He he's the same actor plays Captain Holt in Brooklyn Nine Nine, so that's oh, is I'll- he the general? Yes, I'll look up his real name just to- fun story about that. He was supposed to be in early drafts of the script. That was supposed to be Nick Fury, but Kevin Feige, who was a producer on this movie, was like, Nah, I'm gonna save him for the I'm gonna, movie. I'm gonna save him <laughs> for uh, for my for my stuff, you know. But he was supposed to be Nick Fury, but then it was rewritten for General. Is it not? Is it Hagar? General Hagar. I think yeah, it's right. Hagar, yeah. Hagar sounds right. Yeah. But, ben, I mean, what do you think of the movie? Well, I I actually think I'm a little more positive on this movie. Okay. It's not special. I think it's a little bit better than the first one, though. Oh. In my opinion. Solely due to Silver Surfer. Because, in my opinion, this is kind of the same movie. They just do weird antics. The Fantastic Four do weird antics, and then there's the big bad at the end, and they fight him. So... The Silver Surfer is the added element that just carries it just a little bit over for me. In my opinion, the team does the same. Like, it functions the same thing, the same way, even though nothing happens. Like, I like the exploration between the power switches that Johnny Storm does. The, but also, you get another Sue Storm nude scene for the sake of Jessica Alba. It was early in the movie, too, so it was definitely just to hook the guys in. Oh, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Got me hooked on the movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're totally well, you know what? You, this movie was like made like two, two, like a, right after she was named like the sexiest woman in the world, which is the reason why Reed Richards says, I'm married to the hottest woman alive. Because he, in fact, he that twice, doesn't he? was married <laughs> to the hottest woman alive at that point in time. In 2007, when that movie was released, she was, huh. which... You can do with that what you will. Her wig is horrible in this movie. Oh, she doesn't. That's not hair? a wig. It, is it dyed hair? I think whatever it's a wig. it is, it looks terrible. It, it, it does. I think it's dyed hair. I was watching it on my phone, uh, <laughs> so I didn't really. I don't know. I didn't see it too much. But but come on, you have to admit, for me. Surfer is epic in this movie. Surfer. Okay, I think that Surfer is one of the best parts of this movie. He his moral situation that he's going through is definitely the most compelling, but. That doesn't make it up for me that the rest of the Fantastic Four is written like nothing. They have no character at all. They don't... What's the, what's the battle in this movie where they use their powers? Think of one. Think of one battle in this movie where they use their powers. They stop a Ferris wheel from falling. Exactly. There is no fight with an enemy 
fighting a bad guy with all of their powers and they're using them and combining and whatever. The only one is the end, but it's Johnny Storm with all of yeah, the powers. With all four. Being, and that's not a team up movie. That's just a, a single person. Single movie. guy going ham. Yeah. It, it should have been a, it, they could have had that cool moral situation where it's like, okay, we need to work as a team. We need to work as a team. No, I need to do this alone. Okay, Johnny, I trust you sort of thing. Because they've had this experience throughout the movie, they've shown that Johnny can work as a team player, but they never redeem that. They're just like, okay, Johnny is best working as a solo guy, so we're just going to give him all our powers and call it a day. <laughs> that was not supposed to be how it went down. Is that actually? It was epic because you have his super scroll powers, which is a big thing in the comics. He gets it from the scrolls. That's okay. how he's able to merge. But this, they do it with Surfer. But it is what it is. But that wasn't supposed to be how it went down. Supposedly, it was supposed to be a big team up, but they scrapped it because it would. They said it was too much like the first one. It was, yeah, it would have. So that's why they had only Johnny Storm souped up with all the powers to kill Doom on the surfboard, right? Yeah, is that Doom what it was? On the surfboard, I think. And, I don't really uh, remember this. One part. thing I will add about that too is that the Disney Plus thumbnail is Johnny Storm with all four powers, and I think that's kind of lame. Which I've seen yeah. before, and yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't, didn't make click the in connection. My head. Oh, he's got more than his firepower. Like I didn't see his big hand or his stretching invisibleness ability. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's the thumbnail on Disney Plus is that last fight scene because it's the only interesting part of this whole movie. <laughs> yeah. So Galactus, he's trash is in he this the movie. Enemy in Eternals. No, no, those are celestial. Do you remember yeah, Lego Marvel superheroes? Was, was Galactus? In, was he a celestial in Eternals? No. Okay. We haven't seen Galactus yet. What we have seen is in a What If episode, Ultron gets massive like Galactus, and he eats a planet. Okay. But, I remember that. But we have not seen uh, Galactus yet. You know who he is, though, right? Heard of him? Yeah. So like he's huge. Do you remember Lego Marvel superheroes? The I Lego game. It. I haven't played it yet. I own it. Wow. It. He's the big purple guy. With the big purple helmet, with the uh, golden glove on the no, the not that guy. Sword? Different, different purple guy. <laughs> different purple guy. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of the that headpiece. I know the headpiece. That's what it is. Yep. yep. I think he was also in Marvel Ultimate Alliance on the PS3. Yes, I he was. That. Yep. Yep. That was who it was supposed to be, but this was like a big cloud monster era. I don't know why Green Lantern did the same thing. If you've seen Ryan Reynolds' movie. Green Lantern. You Ryan Reynolds has only seen Green You should only see that movie for the Deadpool 2 joke where he goes and kills himself before, while he's reading the Green Lantern script. <laughs> he generally he does that in the movie because he hates what happened to him in Green Lantern. So he goes in Deadpool 2, he's cleaning up the timeline. He kills himself while he's there reading the script before he gets <laughs> to part for him. But that movie had Cloud Monster. This movie had Cloud Monster. They didn't commit to the big, big Galactus-eating humanoid thing well, and you expensive. knew that if they were introducing galactus this late into the movie that they would not put the work required into doing galactus when watching this movie it it really stands out how cool these characters are written in the comics and how they try to take them and make them cool on screen because the the translation isn't there dr doom coolest looking character of all time but they make him electro in this movie and what does a surfboard do for him he's already like super powerful why does, does he, he fly already too does he fly already did he fly in the first one he's got the big cape i can't say i remember <laughs> i can't remember either dang it this is bad but i think the surfboard is what gives you the powers in the comics yeah, it's not it that way but i think it's the surfboard that gives you the powers because Galactus, from what I remember from Earth's Mightiest Heroes, he imbues you as a herald with the powers. So I'm, I'm thinking that Galactus gave the surfer a surfboard. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, because the surfboard was what called Galactus, and um, yes. Silver Surfer couldn't control the surfboard, uh, sending out that signal. So he had to use the surfboard to do this so that he can save his family. Yeah, yeah so the, the surfer origin story is... Um, pretty accurate in this movie to what he is in the comics. That's why it's the best written part. Yes, that's <laughs> why it's the best written part because they just embrace the comics. But uh, they did that more. one thing that the comics do that this doesn't is he actually, Surfer forgets about his family. 
he forgets about his family. So he's just mindlessly serving Galactus. Mm -hmm. So he still starts off as this villain. But in this movie, it doesn't work at all. Because all it took was meeting one woman who kind of reminded him of his wife. (laughs) And he goes... He's like, you're kind of hot. I'll help you. He goes, wait. (laughs) I've helped kill gazillions of lives. I've helped Galactus eat hundreds of planets. But now... I've had a change of heart because of you, Susan Storm. Jessica Alba. <laughs> what are you going to do? Hottest, Hottest woman, woman alive. alive. Technically. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. If you're going to change your mind versus any woman on earth, who's He's it going to be? He's just a simp. He's just a simp. That's all he is. Don't say that about my boy. Don't Simper do that. surfer. Okay. No. Okay. But it's because. I, I just thought of this. Is Silver Surfer just Iron Giant? Guys, he's just Iron Giant. He flies up into Galactus saying, Superman. I haven't seen it. What? You haven't seen Iron Giant? Nope. Oh. Tell me you haven't seen it either. I've seen Iron Giant. Dang Yeah. Well, is it like it? I don't know. I don't have seen it. I don't it. remember. I don't know. Alien, uh, Iron Giant dude comes to the planet. Man from planet. Could be Jessica Alba. <laughs> Connects to Man? Iron Giant alien dude. And then flies off into the missile at the end, sacrificing himself for... Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers for Iron Giant. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, I've already seen a better version of Iron Giant in Rise of Silver Surfer. Have so. you, though? There you go. I- Have you, though? <laughs> a better version, not directed by Steven Spielberg. That was him? Yeah. Holy catfish. I got to watch that movie. a bunch of really good movies back then. You know what I just watched? Forrest Gump for the first time. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. Really good movie. Not as good as this movie, though. Not as good not as, as good Rise as, of the Silver Surfer. Not as good Surfer. as a different four movie. This yeah, we were talking rise. about Doom. It's so frustrating, especially with all the rumors surfacing now about Doom coming to the MCU. They got to get him right. This, I don't know how this is the, we've had Doom appear three times in live action. He's never been right. It's just so frustrating because... I just just do what you did with Silver Surfer. Take it from the source material. Yeah, that's just all do the fans that. want. Yeah. Did you see Nerdstalgic's video of why it's impossible to do Doctor Doom, right? Or why they keep that, failing? Yes. I was watching that the other day. Some very interesting points. But the, it's it's simple. You ever watch the cartoons? Ultimate Spider-Man does Doom perfectly. Perfectly. Asterisk. It's a cartoon. But, dude, he's the most menacing dude. He's literally the Darth Vader of Marvel. He is. He has a cloak. He has a, uh, he has a hood or a helmet. Dude, he's perfect. It's not that hard to get right. But he's so campy in every one of them. He's literally the most campiest, like the campiest version or whatever. What, he has the dumbest lines in this movie. I don't even know what his motives are. Like, why is he back? To get he, revenge? Why is he... That's so lame. The Silver Surfer. How does he know about Silver Surfer's powers? How does he... Why does he want Silver Surfer's powers? How does he know that he's going to get Silver Surfer's powers? Like, what? What? How? How would he even know? And why? <laughs> he doesn't. Oh, I remember. He goes to Silver Surfer and he was like, if we teamed up, we could be unstoppable, I think. We can kill Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. That's literally <laughs> how it feels. That's how... It, that's the... <sighs> I hate that the Fantastic Wait, so Four. Wait, so copied Fantastic Four as the Silver Surfer? <laughs> peak copying. I peak. hate that they drop the Fantastic Four drop everything, and Doom just starts working with them. It makes no sense at all. Well, I mean, doesn't it though? For him though, no, it does. Okay, no, I I see what you're saying. Never mind. No, it doesn't make sense at all. No. I mean, he reads and, and then hesitant. Susan walks around the corner and. Uh, Victor's working on some real suspicious hardware. What are you doing? What you doing? What you doing? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, okay. I buy it. I buy you're doing nothing. It yeah, struck me guy. though. You're reputable. It struck me though because she was like she was talking with him, and he she was like, "If I wanted to, I could create a force field inside your brain and explode it, and expand it till your body explodes." How and does she? Like, mm, how okay. does she know that she can do that? She's probably done it. Or on who? Basic. She probably started with animals. basic force field. Uh, small children. <laughs> yeah, there's probably a mouse crawling around her house one day. Let me, let me try You're it. telling me she created a force field inside of a mouse and just exploded that thing? Trial and error. I don't know. Holy Maybe God. she had a couple bad ex boyfriends. We gotta see a black label. Fan she she does say. So we get a we get a scene to rival the Bully Maguire meme. We get Fantastic Four dancing 
or Mr. Fantastic oh, dancing oh, yeah. in the club. We haven't even talked about this yet. Oh, it's so that bad. But most of his powers were used in this movie. Yes, it's the <laughs> greatest display of powers that Mr. Fantastic has in this whole. Who's that in the Ferris wheel? Two movie trilogy. Yeah, it. That's another thing that we hope to see them get right. But I want to highlight in that scene when Susan shows up, and. Uh, oh man! <laughs> oh, don't say it. <laughs> she's like, oh, don't worry. I did worse at my bachelorette party. And that is my theory. Maybe she used her force field expanding powers as recently as her bachelorette party. Uh, dude, a guy came on to her. She was she pissed. Was. She <laughs> obliterated that dude and covered him up using her invisibility powers and took him and And if she him. focuses on it for the rest of her life, she'll never have to clean up the body. <laughs> He's just chilling on the top of the Baxter building. Oh, we got the repairman going up. Sue, we need you in the room you to think focus. She hides for a, while? a bunch of stuff from Reed Richards just by making it invisible. If I just focus on it, he'll never see. So that's one of the good things about this movie, though, because I feel like this is the one movie where they these Fantastic Four movies where they really focus on using powers in an everyday like scenario in like everyday yeah, that's scenarios. Not as entertaining is it's they don't have the other balance. They don't have the other side of it. Too. It's not, but every time I see it, I'm like. Oh, you know what? I would probably use yeah. my powers to do that, that. Cool. most of the time. I wouldn't dance with stretchy. <laughs> the super oh, stretchy yo, that thumb was texting. Stretchy thumb <laughs> texting. And I, I don't like Reed Richards in this movie either. I find him very annoying. He's marrying Sue Storm, and he can't even put his phone down. For, he's like a teenager. Can't put his phone Ooh, down for one important. minute. This is important. It's important. It's important. This is going to ruin our wedding, but it's important. Like, dude, when I got married, all I'm saying was... The last thing on my mind was technology. I don't care how much of a nerd I was. He's the smartest man alive. Smartest Actually, man alive. dude, I did watch Clone Wars before I proposed. You did. So, but that's different. That's not wedding day. No, that's true. That is way different. Yeah. And what is the nature of uh, Reed and Susan's relationship at the end of the first one? Because you start this one and it feels like, oh, they're getting married. Because I don't remember. No, didn't he propose? Because she's dating Von Doom in that movie. Yeah. At the beginning, and then she goes away once he becomes a villain. But at the end of the... Doesn't he ask her to marry her at the end? Beats me out. I don't remember. No, because she's invisible at the... Or on the ship. They're on the boat. Yeah. That's right. And then something happens on that lifeboat. It's like a little lifeboat, right? Oh. No, I think it's a cruise no. boat. It's a something boat. There's I don't boat. know. I No, my theory... my. Theory. Your theory. <laughs> my, my theory. My memories serve me. I think they he proposed to her at the end. I think so. I'll take movie. your word for it, Ben. I'm I not going to watch the movie again, but I'll, I'll trust um, you on this one. <laughs> That's the thing right now, guys. One of the things we have to realize is that a lot of these movies are so trash that this is probably the last time in our lives when we will ever see some of these movies. I don't think I'll ever watch this movie again. I mean... If, if a movie ranks like a... I don't know. A six and a half or lower for me on this list. I, I, there's mm. a good chance I will never watch it again. That's a good point. Unless there's something important coming out later on. Like, that pertains to it? Yeah, if the yeah. new Fantastic Four movie has all the Fantastic Four characters from all the previous movies or something stupid like that. <laughs> then the Fantastic yeah, I, Four Endgame? I'd, reach a, I, I'd rewatch them all. Because it would be important. But right. It would lead to something. It would yeah. build off something. Yeah. And also... There are rumors, because we got Werewolf by Night special presentation, there are rumors that we are getting a fantastic, or not a fantastic, we are getting a Silver Surfer special mm -hmm. presentation. Lawrence Fishburne? Pretty soon here. <laughs> With Lawrence Fishburne. That would probably be like Keanu Reeves or something. A different Matrix character. I could not be more happy about that, man. Because the hour special would fit him perfectly. You could do a whole movie on him, but, dude. One that makes sense. Going to his Be home trained. planet, seeing how happy he is. Because if you've never seen the 1990 animated Silver Surfer show that they did, 13 episodes, he is on the planet. It's really weird. Like, his planet's whack. But <laughs> Galactus comes, and he's like, I will save your world if you become my herald. But he has to give up the love of his life. Like, he, they were going to get married and everything. They were going to be together. And then he's like, I have to go to save you. But he wipes his mind. And then the second episode, he regains all his memories. And that's where the conflict comes in. This whole show of him being like, 
I'm not going to serve you. So he goes to each planet and he's like, all right, how can I save this planet? How can I save? And it's the conflict there that makes it so interesting. So just do, just do exactly that. And it, it'll work. It'll be yeah. It, his stories, just a lot of, you have to change some stuff when you adapt it into the MCU. But with this, you can easily just go have this exact story because we haven't seen Galactus yet. We haven't seen Silver Surfer yet. He He's a main player. And with, definitely, especially, <laughs> I don't know why I said both those words right there. It's definitely and especially. Yeah. With Adam Warlock coming to Guardians 3, we'll want, we'll want a Silver Surfer in the mix because that dynamic duo is just one of my favorites that I've read. Micah, you look like you got yeah, some. Yeah, uh, I don't know why, but um, before watching this movie with Silver Surfer, uh, my my thoughts on Silver Surfer, like what I've what I've gained, what I, what I've known about his character, one of the main traits of it for some reason was that he was gay, but he's not gay. And I looked <laughs> it up. I was like, Silver Surfer gay? Where does this come from? Question mark. And. It comes from this episode of Dexter's Laboratory where they parody Silver Surfer. He's called Silver Spooner, and he's <laughs> an extremely flamboyant herald of Barbecue, and he lives in space. And he and surfs did you around. Watch, did you watch that episode? I, I, yeah, I watched that episode, and I remember that it was um, a huge, it was a bit of a controversy. It was a banned episode mm. because it was a... Uh, they were making fun of gay people as Silver Surfer, or Silver Spooner. <laughs> So you, you thought he was gay? Yeah, because of this episode of Dexter's Laboratory. That's hilarious. <laughs> Holy catfish! Yeah, I was like, okay, where's this? Where's this gonna fit in the? You know, our, our first. Uh, our they first, did a Fantastic Four yeah. movie. Who is the first gay character? That's that, not till way later, right? That we've gotten in like we any a, Marvel movie. Did we get a lesbian relationship earlier on? When? When was that? Oh wait, wait, you might be right. Actually, I feel like there was one in Blade, maybe. Well, Although that might vampires. be just vampires. Yeah, those yeah. are vampires. That's a weird. different. That's a different type of thing. I think that comes later. Anyway, they were, like, anyway, eating each other too. Hold on, <laughs> back to back to Adam Warlock and Silver Surfer. Do you think yeah, they'll do that for Secret Wars? <laughs> oh, that would be so fun to get those two in Secret Wars because that's a big story with Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet. Is Adam Warlock and Silver Surfer just working together, and the rest of the Avengers kind of just being there? So if they they got to team up with those two in there some in some way, I would I would go crazy because I've been talking to you a lot recently about Adam Warlock and the potential with that. They're gonna use Adam Warlock Silver Surfer in Guardians of the Galaxy two the game, I guarantee it because they're they're teasing the whole game that Thanos is still oh. alive and that Drax like he's like I didn't kill Thanos I feel like Thanos is still out there even though he was the one who killed Thanos. In the first game? In the game, yeah. So he's like, Thanos has got to be alive somewhere. They killed him before the game started. So it's all oh. it's all lore. And you, I guarantee you, because Adam, Adam Warlock is who you team up with at the end of the game to defeat the final boss. Um, so it's, that's my theory now. Now that you said that Adam Warlock is Silver Surfer, that would be super sick gameplay-wise to see Silver Surfer and Adam Warlock team up in a game, especially because ray tracing is a huge thing, Adam Warl uh, Silver Surfer being completely reflective, it's perfect. <laughs> what's the deal with Adam Warlock? Like, what's his whole thing? I know he's made by like the, yeah. the those gold people or whatever, but in the comics, like, what is his what's his power set or like what does he even do? He's basically a god, like God himself, pretty much. From Adam what Warlock. I can take from the game, he has like unlimited powers. Uh, Beams, Superman-like strength, everything, Superman-esque. Um, he can create things. He can destroy things. Uh, he can... Uh, he has telekinetic powers as well. That's how you defeat the boss in Guardians of the Galaxy. You get into the girl's oh, wow. mind. Because she also has mind powers. And so you have to get into her mind and have control. Um, if I remember correctly. It was something like that. So he's like a super powerful being. Yeah, he's insane. But you want him on your side because he'd, oh, yeah. he'd turn real quick. If you, he's, I think he's neutral, though. I think he's true neutral. So wherever so he's he not finds like, 
wherever he finds a, a, a moral ground, that's what he'll stick to. So if the enemy convinces him, then he'll go to the enemy. But if the heroes convince him, I think that's how it is. Because he secluded himself in the game. He was like, I, I can't control this anymore. I don't want to be... He becomes a recluse. He goes to this far-off planet that's caving in on itself or something like that. And he hides. So you have to go in the game and find him. And he's this shriveled-up man. Oh. And uh, But that's just using the... Because uh, he's got the mind stone? He's got the soul stone. Soul stone. He's yes. got the soul stone. In that's his what forehead. it is. What? So in the soul stone, he was able to using the soul stone. He was able to change his appearance to deter people from thinking it was him. So he is. So what are they going to do? do? Like reality altering stuff. So what are they going to do in the MCU? Because the soul stone's destroyed. So we got to see. Interesting. He, well, he exists stone, apart from the soul stone. He doesn't need that oh, okay. for his powers. He has superhuman strength and all this stuff mm. before the stone. The oh. stone just. It would be a bonus on yeah, top of that. Yeah, that gave him his godlike abilities. So I think that, um, yeah, I don't know. I forgot what I was going to say. But he's, he's awesome. He's awesome. Okay. I can't wait to see what they do with him. And uh, Do we know who's playing him yet? Is it? It's that one guy. Will Poulter. The, yeah, Will Poulter. Yeah. The eyebrows. Yes. <laughs> and the one guy with the eyebrows from Maze Runner, from Chronicles of Narnia. He looks like, uh, he looks like Sid from <laughs> looks yes. like Sid from yes, Toy Story. Yes. But they never do live action. He doesn't look like him anymore. Yeah, he's got. He's got. He did a Disney uh, bulk up for uh, the superhuman. He is jacked. Holy cow! He was at Comic Con, dude. <laughs> that guy put in the work. He put in the hours. It was insane. <laughs> no, that was last week. <laughs> that was last week. Oh Black man! Adam, rock, rock. Dang. Black Adam. All right. Well, Micah, <laughs> if you if you could say. In this movie, who your favorite character was? Getting back to the movie we're talking about. The Johnny great Storm movie. last 10 minutes when he has all the powers. That's the only good part of this movie. <laughs> Johnny Storm's your favorite character Easy. in the movie. Easy. Easy. Okay. Easy. Because of the last 10 minutes. He's the only one that does anything interesting in this movie uh, besides character development in Silver Surfer. But really, character development in Silver Surfer was one scene. And that was it. So, Stomach abs, yep. Yeah. Uh, and even that motive was kind of whack because it was mm-hmm. just a girl that kind of looked like his wife. Um, but Johnny Storm, at least he says funny stuff. And this movie's way more sexual than the first one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't like that about this movie. It didn't work for me. Like, none of, the, none of those little sexual jokes were funny. <laughs> Just weird. He does make fun of, the, like, the Ben Grimm and his girlfriend. A yeah, too long. Like, I don't like... Yeah, it, Very it seems out of place. Yeah, it definitely wouldn't fly Like, today. it doesn't work at all, I think. They use the word C around her very, very, uh, right? Liberally, I'd say. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a joke, but it's not. Yeah. And I thought that they would use that as a joke too. Cause she says, I'll see you later as she's blind. And I thought they'd be like, ha funny joke. But they didn't. They didn't. <laughs> she just says, I'll see you later. <laughs> what? <laughs> a little strange if very you ask me. Strange. strange. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm. Um, there really isn't anything. Uh, none of the other characters are. They don't really show that Mister Fantastic is smart in this movie. They don't show that Sue Storm is powerful. Really, uh, I don't know. They they don't show off. The well, out of all much. the Fantastic Four, I'd say what they do with Susan is probably the most powerful. What she's doing, the force field she makes and the uh, the lore of being able to blow bodies up and her invisibility in the escape scene. I said this with the first movie too, but I think that it goes with the second movie that this is exactly the kind of story that kids would tell in a playground pretending to be the Fantastic Four. <laughs> like, oh, you can take powers now? Okay, well, I'm going to touch you since I'm the thing. And ha now you look like the thing. Ha <laughs> You know, it, it's dang it, man. It's You're very, right. it's a very immature plot, I think. And it doesn't even feel like they had one either. Cause no. look at the runtime of this movie. They this is like the shortest movie. It's like an hour, literally an hour and thirty-two minutes. That's like the sh- is that the shortest movie we have? Are you keeping track of runtimes? I gotta do runtimes. I gotta run throw that in. The you don't have to. It's not that big a deal. But this is a short movie, man. I can't imagine there's a shorter movie than this. Hour and a half. There might be some that comes close, but dude. Warzone is Warzone short? Oh, Warzone might be short, but dude. Yeah, for me, my favorite character would probably be, I think what they, 
not everything they do with Surfer is cool, but I think the stuff that they get right is really good with Surfer and the the effect of him going through the surfboard. That's really cool, and uh, that whole that first chase scene with him and Johnny, I think that's pretty cool. So I like the surf from this movie, and they hint at some kind of heart with him, and uh, they do tease him being alive at the end of the movie. But yeah, I, I think he's fine. But no other character really stands out to me. It's funny you should say that. A Fantastic Four three and a Silver Surfer solo project were planned. But this movie bombed at the box office, despite it having a larger box office taken than the first one. Mm. Weird. This is the second movie that's done that. A sick, the second sequel that's done that. I'm talking about Spider-Man 3 that didn't get a sequel. I mean, I'm not mad. But at the end of this movie, you do get a tease of the surfer at the end. And you, all the act, actors were signed for three movies. And you have Doom fall into the water. We never know what happens to Doctor Doom at the end of this movie. He just... It remains a mystery, and he'd probably show up and do more stupid stuff in the third one. So it, This is our shortest movie. It is. This is our shortest movie, yeah. Uh, the only one shorter than this that we're not actually watching, there are two TV movies. There's the 1989 Punisher. Uh, that one's an hour. With Dolph Lundgren, right? 29. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then there's Red Sonja at an hour 29. And then there's Generation X. I've never heard of these. Did you hear of the Fantastic Four movie that was made but never released? No. On YouTube in 1990s? Yeah, we talked about it. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the 90s. The and also, looking at this list, there's a Doctor Strange movie from 79. Yes, it's very whack. There's also an animated We're Doctor Strange that. movie from 2007. We got to go back and watch these TV movies, too. Do we? No, I want to see this Doctor Strange. <laughs> look, at that, look at this funny It's face. done. It's set in stone. We're doing it. Because of how great Fantastic Four was. Oh, yeah. Holy oh, catfish. Yeah. That guy. Wow. That's peak. 93 minutes. But, Ben, what is your favorite character? I feel like we know. Silver Surfer. Yes. I, it, we don't really have to go into it. It's Silver Surfer's the best part yeah, of this movie, without a doubt. So That's the thing, man. So you'd love Iron Giant, then, is what you're saying. <laughs> Probably. I've never seen it. I've heard it's one of the greatest anime movies of all time. Really good. But I've never so, seen it, it. it's funny seeing with these early franchises that, because with Sony and with Fox... Their contract with Marvel is they have to make movies to keep the characters, which is why when we didn't get a fourth Raimi movie, they reboot it and they go with Andrew Garfield, and which is the same reason why when we don't get a third Fantastic Four movie, they give us Fan Four stick. So they have to make a movie. It's like required that they make a movie. So it just sucks it that yeah. they, they have these awesome characters and it's not like, Oh, we gotta tell a good story. It's like, no, we gotta, we gotta make a movie so we can make money. And they all made horrible. It was horrible. That's why we get so much mid. It's it's sad, really. But now everything's back in Marvel's hands, except for Spider Man. Uh, but they got enough of Spider Man. They do. He can dip into the MCU when they need him to. But I wonder what it would look like Sweet. if Marvel had complete control. Would we be getting an L? Muerta. Oh, we would not be getting El Morto. Oh, we didn't even talk about if Black Adam would be the best uh, wrestler movie. Like, we got to put Black Adam and El Muerto head to head. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's what Secret Wars is. Oh, oh my man. gosh. Exciting. Like a Madame Web movie. Would we be getting that? I don't know. Probably not. I think they'd have much more to do with Spider-Man. I think he would have a TV show. Why does Spider-Man not have a TV show? Why not? Isn't there one on Disney Plus? Isn't there a Disney Plus original? They're talking about there are live action. Yes. Wait, wait. There's freshman year. That was coming out. Live action. I'm talking about a TV show, a live action Spider-Man TV show of him fighting crime in New York. It doesn't have to be big. It literally could be of the crime of the week, a villain of the week, and it would be perfect. Yeah. That's literally the easiest thing you could do. I wonder if that's what they're doing with freshman year. Maybe they are, but it's animated in a weird style that I'm not on board with. Like, I know it's a tribute to the comics, but I'm not on board with that style, man. I got to see more of it, though. I haven't seen it yet. I'm not going to make early judgments, but I'm not a fan. I'm, uh, I don't know, Ben's a little too triggered with uh, this animated Spider-Man right here. Listen, man. Yes, a show like Daredevil for Spider-Man would be awesome. But also sitting in that theater with all my friends watching No Way Home. That was awesome. Ethan just wants 
Charlie Cox wore the Spider-Man outfit <laughs> and then fly around with his bully stick. If Charlie but Cox... Actually he's got horns and it's not the Spider-Man costume. Could play actually, every Marvel character. They better visit a multiverse where Charlie Cox is just every character. A blind Spider-Man? Well, dude, listen, Wait, man. Actually. He's totally going to be with a lot of heroes because 18 episodes in the hands of Marvel Studios, we're going to no get a lot of No way there's not crossover. 100%, dude. That's what we said with She-Hulk, too. She had crossover. There was crossover. It's just... It wasn't the best crossover. But it was crossover. Dude, Wong was in like three episodes. Abomination was in episodes. Hulk was in episodes. Daredevil was in episodes. Uh, We got Matador. Matador was in episodes. Mm. I forgot. They did have a lot of characters. I will applaud them for that. Whether they were... Written well is another thing. All right, you guys want to do scores? <laughs> <laughs> no, we got to talk about um, favorite thing, favorite thing in the movie, favorite oh, scene. Favorite We're scene. Out of do we steam. have to? We're running out of steam with <laughs> I, this I already talked rise about of the Silver man. Surfer. My favorite part of this movie was the last fight scene because we got to see all the cool powers that Johnny Storm wields <laughs> and shows us that Johnny Storm is the coolest of the Fantastic Four. And uh, he really can work on his own uh, and doesn't need a team. So there's no moral lesson in this movie at all. <laughs> Dang, that um, is true. <laughs> what else about this movie is good? It's like I don't no need idea. I don't need right. my team. I just need your powers. I don't care and who they're you like, are as people. Okay, we understand. And then they put their hands in, and then so Johnny how do, how does how did they uh, they didn't show us that scene for a reason? Because it'd be really hard to shoot and explain. Yeah. Because whenever because then did they also get all the powers too? Because when he touches. A person, they yeah. swap powers. Yeah, they swap. So how did all of them touch each other at the same time? Don't make sense. It, it doesn't, doesn't make sense. Cool fight scene. The only fight scene in the movie. Almost <laughs> yeah. the coolest, but it really was the only. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's a short I'm movie. I'm astounded. This is a, a, a movie, a comic book movie with one fight scene in it. One fight scene. Yeah. What? Listen, guys. We just got to make it to next week, all right? Oh. Because next, next week, week we get to talk about a great movie. But we'll get to it after we... Well, I mean, do you want to do a favorite scene? Do you have a favorite scene in the movie? I, it's a, probably the introduction of Silver Surfer. I think that's really cool. But yeah, I think yeah, short, shortest movie on the list. We, we could do a shorter podcast. That's true. We could. This Johnny one's Storm, not going to last for very long, guys. Johnny Storm chasing Silver Surfer was pretty cool, too. No, that was Just a cool scene. That was, that's probably my favorite scene. Yeah. But anyway, Yes. It was just like in Black Adam when he's... That's become a meme now. Have you seen those ones? Where oh, it's yeah. that half-zoom... Yes, because uh, it's the plan God of War. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Dream on! Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Fantastic Four, Rise of Silver Surfer, scores. Micah, what do you get oh, this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave it a score already. I think you I'm did. drop it a bit more. Oh, shoot. Because... This would put it closer to Elektra, and that's not as... I think Elektra was a bit better, or more enjoyable than this movie. Wow. What? Um, eh, never mind. I'll give it a five. I like a five. Five is good. Five is where I put it. A that's five. All that's all he's got for this one. <laughs> yeah. Usually a lot more explanation from Micah Head, but... I, I mean... <laughs> Don't explain. It's what okay. What else is there to say? Yeah, right. <laughs> one fight scene. Right. Uh, cringe uh, bachelor party at the beginning. <laughs> That Johnny Storm ensues, and then um, Sue Storm walks in at just the right time, and it's like, oh, uh, she what? gets upset, and she then upset, she's like, wait, and then she's like, oh yeah, I definitely, I've done way worse, I've done way worse, did X, Don't Y, and Z with men at yeah. a bachelorette party, yeah, okay, oh boy, that's good for a kids movie. Just imagine when we get to the the Fantastic 4 from 2015, man. That is going to be that is going to be a podcast. Ethan, what do you got? What, what score? Oh, so, the team up movie without the team up. I'll say that. Yeah. There you go, Ethan. So, the to me this is one of the most blatant uses of this. It just feels like they pull these really cool characters out of a comic book and then they shake them up a bunch and throw them on screen. And they got the looks, and some of the characteristics are there, but the power sets aren't there, and the use, the way they use them, doesn't work. I, I do not like this movie. It, it's just it's forgettable. It's boring. I I watch this in two sittings. There are not many movies on this watch through that I've watched 
part of it, paused it, and it was probably like four days later where I finished this. I've never done that with another movie on this list. And I'm not saying that this is the worst movie on this list. It's definitely not. But th- there isn't too much to chew on and enjoy in this. Uh, the Fantastic Car, we didn't talk about that. Getting that off the page is pretty cool. It's pretty pretty accurate to what it is. I don't know why it's a Dodge, though. That's some The product placement in this movie, they really throw at you. But not a lot of this movie really does it for me. And I think just just for the numbers-wise, Fantastic Four, why don't I give this a four? I like that. Ooh. Yeah, John Lennon whole score. <laughs> oh, man. I like a four. Micah likes a four also. Like okay. Four. Dang. Holy catfish. Yeah. I was looking. At, all right, so I gave Electra a one. Actually, I I was looking at Blade Trinity's score on accident. No, I oh, I was 5. like, 2. yeah, big one. Electra, didn't you give that a one? I did give it a one. You're not gonna give this a one though. A zero. Oh, <laughs> oh shoot. Um. Okay. So this is a very negative. Well, the energy is very down right now. Like this is not a good podcast. But I actually like. I actually do enjoy some of this movie. Oh boy, this is Punisher uh, all over again. This is not Punisher all over again. Ethan gave Punisher 8. like a one point two or whatever, and I gave it an eight. All right, the scores aren't going to be that. I give different. it a five point six. Okay. <laughs> yeah, get out of here, man. No, dude. I would. I would give this movie a six. Oh, wait, three point five. I would give this movie a six. Six. I gave the first one a six point five, and I said at the outstart that this movie was going to be better than that, but. Just talking through this, I forgot a lot of this movie. It's just not that good. I don't know how the first one edges it out. I think it's a little more memorable, but I don't know. The only good part about this movie is Silver Surfer and Johnny Storm's Human Torch. Everything else is pretty cringe. The jokes are whack. The plot is whack. Galactus is whack. He's not even Galactus. And... I don't like being told a story via abs. That's all I'm going to say. Fantastic Four, Rise of Silver Surfer gets a six. From me. Today. I think that that puts us exactly where this movie should be in our ranking. Mm. So we got a 4.6 repeating on our average. Because I gave it a four. Ethan gave it a four. Ben gave it a six. Gives us a 4.6 repeating. All right, so that puts us right above Hulk 2003. I think that's, yeah, I, I can see that. A little bit better, just by 0.1 point. Sure. Yeah, a little bit better than Hulk. Not as good as Blade Trinity. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. That puts it in uh, 13th place. Lucky number 13 right there. Would you guys agree with that? I, I'm I'm with that. Yeah, I, with I, that. I like I like that one. Looking so at this right better now, than better than Daredevil, better than Howard the Duck, definitely better than Elektra. Yeah, not as good as Blade Trinity, The Punisher. Disagree with that one. Uh, Ghost Rider, <sighs> and then the original Fantastic Four was better. Do you guys say that? Yeah, I would. Okay, not a bad ranking. These movies are a little. Are, they're just meh. Yeah, they're just. They don't do anything egregiously bad though. But they don't do anything egregiously good either. This was one of the last movies of the uh, just oversaturation of the comic book movie cash grab market, would you say? Like there was there was all of these. I like think we, a lot more the, passion. The sequels and we yeah. had the Ghost Riders yes. and we had the Punishers and we had the, the X-Men movies. It was just a lot of those. A lot more okay passion yes, is put into the mo- newer movies yes definitely like you can tell people care about the comics and the characters because they're like okay this is what people want to see and next week's movie is definitely it made more i think than the first one i'm not gonna lie i think it made more than the first one it made all right so the first one made 333 million this one made 289 oh, million never mind so it didn't quite make it's uh didn't quite make Enough back to call it a success, but it still made its budget over twice. So right, because the budget was like 130, I think. Yeah, so it was uh, 120 million. Yeah, so. and that's the problem with even today with superhero movies is regardless how good they are, they will almost always make their money back and mm-hmm. more. So that's why studios keep doing them, and they they're getting a lot better at it. 
with putting good story out there, but it's still a problem that mm-hmm. we encounter. Agreed. So 4.6 is your score for Rise of the Silver Surfer. Next week, though, we have a much more positive, much more upbeat, much, much more anticipated um, we'll yes. see, we'll see podcast. Like Listen, man, it's Iron Man. I know. If you don't like movie. Iron Man, you have something wrong with you. Ethan, tell us where we can find it and what we're in for. Iron Man, thankfully, like a lot of the movies upcoming, is on Disney Plus that we can watch and we, we all know what happens in Iron Man, but I'll read the IMDb synopsis. After being held captive in an Afghan cave, billionaire billionaire engineer Tony Stark creates a unique, 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 <laughs> <laughs> unique weaponized suit of armor to fight evil. I've never heard of this guy before. Who Tony, is this Tony Stank, did you say? Got a package. Which I think a lot of people would say before this movie came out because this... We'll talk about it more next week, but this kind of rewrites Marvel in a way and puts Tony Stark at the center mm-hmm. of it. Greatly anticipated. We finally made it to the MCU. So I own these movies on Blu-ray. Right, I exactly. Watch them. I don't have to stream them. Don't have to go on there. I... Yeah, after, uh, after Although, it, Warzone, I won't have to buy another movie until um, that um, fan four stick. Nice. I might watch it on Disney Plus though because Venom. of the IMAX enhanced version. Oh, They've got yeah. IMAX enhanced on Disney Plus, so I might watch it there. But yeah. that is next week. And for sake of time, we've got to go. We've got to head out, guys. But this has been fantastic for Rise of the Silver Mid. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast because we have enjoyed making it, but not watching it. Oh yeah, it's called Rise, but he dies. What's up with that? He doesn't die. He's he's alive. He's at alive the end. at the end. The last oh, just like in Dark Knight Rises. Yep. <laughs> but is is he alive in that one though? That one's up for debate. Ooh. That one's up for debate. But anyways, we will debate, debate it in this five is the years. End of the podcast. Ooh. Yes, <laughs> indeed. This is definitely the end of the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. I am Ben Rayside. I'm Ethan Westlaw. I'm Micah Hat. And we all hope you have an absolutely fantastic. Ask for both. I humbly present the Jericho. To peace. Tony Stark. Now you work for me. What are you building, Stark? Tears for your long lost boss? Tears of joy. I hate job hunting. Yeah, vacation's over. Welcome home, sir. Put up the scanner, will you? What happened over there? I have my eyes open. I want to protect the people. I put in harm's way. A man with a dozen of these can rule all of Asia. Yeah, I can fly. See if this dog can hunt. So the upgrade is complete. Tell you what, throw a little hot rod red in there. Damn. Good luck keeping up. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing.
There's been speculation that I'm parading around as a superhero. I'm just not the, the hero type, clearly. 